The black. The black. The black experience. experience. Being black, it's a gift. Black is beautiful. I am proud to be black because growing up in a predominantly white school, I was constantly made fun of for my heritage and my culture. Knowing all of the things that my ancestors have endured gives me no doubt in my mind that I can overcome all of the obstacles that I go through today. Now looking back, I am so proud to be able to look at those hardships that I went through and reflect on them. We are powerful human beings who came from kings and queens. But we all come together as a community and overcome it. And though we may get constantly knocked down, we still find a way to get back up on our feet because we come and we stand on our faith. Being black, I always know that I have a community supporting me no matter what I do. And being black is beautiful. The black. The black. The black experience. experience. One of the things plaguing our generation is people trying to figure out who they are. This is a song to our generation. We bear the name of the Father. And in Him we find our identity.
This was so hard. I'm scared I might fail. All right. Are you together? Yeah. Y'all want to say something? I'm so I'm not saying anything. That's all you. That's all you. Someone's mad, mad. Girl, what's going on? <gasps> All those interviews and writing assignments, and I still didn't get the internship. What makes it worse is they gave it to a girl who has a 2.9 GPA, no extracurricular activities, and no volunteer experience. Apparently, her uncle's one of the executives. What? Man, I'm sorry to hear that. I just knew you were going to get it. Me too. Man, it's so unfair. Something's going around. Mm -hmm. My cousin just got rejected from a job, and the other candidate didn't even have any experience. It's just not right. Well, my parents said that even when we may be smarter and be a better candidate, there will be times that our skin color will be the only thing people see. Mm -hmm. Lord, Lord. Why did you make me black? Why did you make me someone the world wants to hold back? Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Black is the color of dirty clothes, the color of grimy hands and feet. Black is the color of darkness the color of tire-beaten streets. Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Why did you give me thick lips, a broad nose and kinky hair? Why did you make me someone who receives a hatred stare? Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Black is the color of a bruised eye when somebody gets hurt. Black is the color of darkness. Black is the color of dirt. How come my bone structure is so thick? My hips and cheeks are high. How come my eyes are brown and not the color of the daylight sky? Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Why do people think I'm useless? How come I feel so used? Why do some people see my skin and think that I should be abused? Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Lord, I just don't understand. What is it about 
my skin. Why do some people want to hate me and not know the person within? Black is what people are listed. When others want to keep them away, black is the color of shadows cast. Black is the end of the day. Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Lord, you know, my own people mistreat me. And I know this just isn't right. They don't like my hair or the way I look. They say I'm too dark or I'm too light. Lord, don't you think it's time for you to make a change? Why don't you redo creation and make everyone the same? Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Why did I make you black? Why did I make you black? Get off your knees and look around. Tell me what you see. I didn't make you in the image of darkness. I made you in the likeness of me. We were made in the likeness of God, like so many before us. And I do need to slow down and reflect on what that image has meant to the culture. Maybe Alexa can help us do some research on the black experience. Alexa. What is the black experience? I have three responses for your request. One, black and Baptist. Two, black and educated. And three, black and gifted. Yes, black and Baptist. It sounds like a song. Hey, hey black, black and Baptist. Baptist. Uh, okay. Well, let's see what history we can find. Something's got to give. Alexa, explain black and Baptist. Black and Baptist. <laughs> In 1803, Susan Black, a slave, became the first black member of the First Baptist Church of Alexandria. I am tired and unsure of what tomorrow has to bring. Though I am a slave, you see the goodness of me. You, Lord, see beyond my skin color. You, Lord, know that I descend from kings and kings and was meant to be more than a slave. Guide me, Lord, to do your will and your work. While I may be the first black member of this blessed church, give me guidance to support its growth and your vision. Amen. Susan, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Welcome to your new home. Now go out 
and share the good news of the Lord. You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 1611. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to live in this moment with you as my guide. Let our fellowship as a body of Christ and your fruitfulness be multiplied. Additional members joined Susan and created the Colored Baptist Society. Susan, we just got word that the Colored Baptist Society was granted the lease to rent 313 South Alpha Street for our meetings. This will allow us to grow even more. I'm so excited, our own space to continue to grow and fulfill God's purpose. But thanks be to God, you give us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, God has been so good to us. After 18 years of renting, they purchased the site in 1842. By 1855, membership had grown to 200 members as the group constructed its first known building and changed its name to the First African Baptist Church. Oh, wow. It says here that this society was the foundation of what is now Alfred Street Baptist Church. Despite Susan's temporary lot in life of being a slave, she didn't let fear or what others deeming her less than a human deter her. She embraced being made in his image. It's just like Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5, verse 48. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Susan Black remembered that she was created in his image and was perfect just for that reason.
have sanctuary in the church, but it seems like that is the only place where we can let our hair down and just be ourselves. It's the only place where we're acknowledged and accepted. Maybe I should just apply for an internship there. True. And then maybe you could have gotten my sister a ticket to the HBCU fair. Ha ha ha. But you are right. I can just be me at church and feel accepted. But as soon as I leave this place and go back out into the real world, I feel like I have to put on my mask, but we shouldn't have to hide who we are. Lord, Lord, why did you make me black? Why did you make me someone the world wants to hold back? I made you the color of coal from which beautiful diamonds are formed. I made you the color of oil, the black gold that keeps people warm. I made you from the rich, dark earth that can grow the food you need. Your color's the same as the panthers, known for beauty and speed. Listen, I think God is trying to tell you something. Alexa did say she found a result for black and educated. Maybe we should keep researching. Maybe they aren't teaching us the whole story in school. Alexa, what does it mean to be black and educated? Black and educated. There are over 100 historically black colleges and universities, or HBCUs, located in the United States. Hmm, tell us more. After slavery ended, there was a multitude of black men and women who now had the opportunity to become greater things. They began to seek out opportunities and careers that required a higher education. However, not everyone was in support of their dreams. Many institutions of higher learning refused to accept and educate black students. It's like every time we take a step forward, we take 10 steps back. Here we are finally able to go to school and get our education, but we are constantly profiled on campus and not given the same opportunities. What's the point of even working hard if I'm just gonna be treated like a second-class citizen? Well, before you give up, I heard there were schools made just for us. There are two in Pennsylvania named Chaney and Lincoln, another in Ohio named Wilberforce, a few in Virginia, Virginia Union, and Hampton, and even one in the capital, Howard. And that's just to name a few. I've heard about these schools. They're a safe space for learning and advancement. They support our culture, our growth, and most were founded on Christian principles. Yeah, it's true. And the students and graduates are going on to pursue important careers, teaching, medicine, law, politics, the sciences, and the arts. For example, Virginia Union was founded in 1865. And while their seminary school is one of the greatest in the country, yeah. their undergraduates sparked a huge movement in Richmond. Listen to what Frank Pinkston and Charles Sherrod did.
Dr. King said that in order for us to really make an impact, we must be nonviolent. That is key. Absolutely. Frank is right. It's going to get ugly out there, but you have to keep your cool. We are going to march from campus to Richmond's downtown shopping district. We will sit at lunch counters at all the department stores that have denied us service because of the color of our skin. We will sit until we are served and treated like the humans that we are, non-violent and non-moving.
than 200 of my fellow classmates from the Virginia Union University participating in the march and two days of sit-ins in February 1960. 34 students were arrested and their arrest ultimately led to the formation of the Campaign for Human Dignity Enrichment through which Virginia Union students, black high school students, and other members of the anti-segregation community organized a shopping boycott and picketing of segregated establishments. By January of 1961, these establishments desegregated due to the economic loss that they had faced during the holiday season. Although Richmond wasn't fully desegregated until the end of the decade, our campaign was considered successful as our only stated goal was to desegregate the lunch counters at the department stores, a goal which we had met less than a year after the sit-ins had occurred. We the Richmond 34 clearly followed Ephesians 6, 13. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, How are you feeling now? We looked at being black and Baptist, ayy, and black and educated. I know you're sad about the internship, but the information we learned today has been very uplifting. I feel better, I do, but it just seems so unfair. We work hard and are still judged by our color instead of our intellect, our skills, and our amazing gifts. Lord, Lord. Why did you make me black? Why did you make me someone the world wants to hold back? Your color's the same as the black stallion. A majestic animal is he. I didn't make you in the image of darkness. I made you in the likeness of me. All the colors of a heavenly rainbow can be found throughout every nation. And when all those colors were blended well, you became my greatest creation. Speaking of creation, Alexa said we had one more category to explore, black and gifted. Alexa, what is black and gifted? Black and gifted. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we have been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Barack Obama.
Okay, the first name coming up is Alvin Ailey. Oh, I know him. He's a dancer. No, he was way more than just a dancer. Alvin Ailey was raised in an old school Baptist church in Navasota, Texas. He later moved to Los Angeles in order to pursue modern dance. His church experience in the South, along with the racial disparity and political climate happening within the country, inspired some of his greatest work. My family sacrificed a lot to pay for my training and to get me to New York to audition for you. It was no easy feat, but here we are, ready to conquer New York and represent our people through performance. We would like to know what inspired you. When I started this dance company in 1958, I wanted to use dance to tell our story. The story of growing up black in this country the story of growing up Christian in America, the story of God's people in this country. That is why I wrote the dance piece, Revelations. It is from my blood memories from my childhood in rural Texas and growing up in an old school Baptist church. I am so proud of our story. And now you will have a chance to share with the world our amazing story via dance.
your gifts. Right? Alexa, keep going. Black and gifted, Miss Zora Neale Hurston, historian, novelist, and author. Who better to tell my story than me. I wrote dust tracks on a road to tell my story. A Southern girl, Howard University educated. But I wrote Mules and Men, Barracoon, and their eyes were watching God to tell our story, the story of the black experience. Decades after her death, Zora Neale Hurston's work continues to inspire and serve as a permanent written script of the black life, not just in the modern 20th century, but even in modern day. Her writings and style have inspired many modern day writers, performers, and even restaurateurs. I, Alice Walker, was so inspired by Miss Hurston's work that many of my works make reference to her writing style and commitment to telling our tales from a historical perspective. Listen, if you can't catch what God is trying to tell you at this point, I don't know what to tell you. Our greatest gift is that we were made in God's image. It was the same image as Susan Black and countless other believers 
who despite being enslaved, mistreated, and abused, allowed their faith in God to keep them going, to get over to the other side. It was the same image of protesters at sit-ins and marches as they were sprayed, beaten, torn by dogs, and jailed by hatred. We must, like the generations who came before us, know that we are called to walk the paths paved for us and forge new paths for the future, paving ways with each step we take. But as we walk, we must know who walks with us. The same God that walked with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego walks with us. The same God that walked with the Richmond 34 walks with us. And we must always remember that there are many who came before us, trusting God, blazing trails, and paving ways through the fires of life. And we stand on tall, broad shoulders. Because we are made in God's image, I can stand tall and stand proud, knowing that my opportunities are endless. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I will strive for excellence in the way that I do and in all that I live, for there is nothing that I cannot achieve. Lord, Lord, I know why you made us black. We have all of your strength within us. We carry your blood within us. Lord, Lord, I know why you made us black. We are descendants of powerful men and women who built an entire civilization based off of their faith and God-given gifts. Lord, Lord, I know why you made us black. We are proud, beautiful, and bold, we are black gold. Lord, Lord, thank you for making us black.
<laughs> wow. Are you proud of him? Are you grateful for him? Come on, one more time. Let's let him.